We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mic check, mic check, one, Hello? two, what is this? Spit a loose 16. Hey, 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 I'm here, we're behind the mic and we're doing it, alright. Yo, I realize why it's so, it's like a little darker in here, because I got these phone panels. These phone panels are up. What happened? Because like, yo, you see how some of these are a little crusty looking? It's because I've like put them up on the wall and I've taken them down a bunch. Okay. So some of them are ripped, so I just got a bunch of new ones that oh. I'm going to just replace. So, yeah, that's really what it is now. Impy in the building. We're live. We're lit. I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. You hit record? Yo, once you hear the claps, the claps, we're in. It's good, bro. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy week one Monday. We got some hot takes. We got some overreactions. We also, we also got a new recruit to the dark side. DFS gang. Hey, man, I profited yesterday. Let's go. So, mu- so much profits that, you know, he stole one of my beers. He didn't even come fucking with gifts. What's that, up? That's a complete lie. <laughs> um, it was I, great. What do you think of DFS, man? Because I always like asking this question for someone that's predominantly a yearly. Uh, yearly player. And look, you've made a lineup or two in the past, but thoughts on DFS? I'm, uh, how do I say this? I'm taking a, I'm taking the content game a lot more serious this year and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that i guess at the end of the episode or at the beginning of the episode bro just spill the beans i'm gonna be here once a week i'm Let's back go, so so yeah so i'm taking it up a notch that and gotta be the capture for your post like mj in 95 i'm, I'm back, back. <laughs> uh and so with that comes a, mo- a lot more preparation mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what i mean like when you take something like this very serious you put it in a lot of work and you know this yep and so what am I going to do with all that additional knowledge and, and, and preparation? Let me actually try to put it to good use and make some money with it. Until they Once they legalize sports betting in New York, potentially that would shift towards betting on games, which yeah. it definitely will. But until then, I'm going to you know, p- you know, push those resources to daily fantasy. Um, I'm in a couple fantasy leagues yearly. Um, How was the week going for you? Definitely lost one week. Definitely lost one league. I mean, and I need I need uh, Josh Jacobs to not score thirteen points tonight. Possible, possible. Yeah, at the time we're recording, they just ruled him active. It was a little up in the air of him playing or not. I can definitely see him not getting to it. I can also definitely see him getting to it. Oh, if he scores a touchdown, I'm probably shit out of luck. You needed thirteen points from Mike Boone that one year, right? <laughs> Don't start. Let's go. Um, hey man, w- I'm happy that uh, us two we spoke. And you were like, yo, I want to, you know, create some stuff. And, you know, everyone that listens to the show knows how I feel about you and our chemistry. I think it's top of the food chain. Yep. And, and I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. You're giving me your time. And let's let's make some noise, some some skin on skin. Let's make magic. Let's do it. And back to the DF, DFS thing real quick. It was great. I'm, t- I'm, I'm bodying these beginner uh, tournaments, beginner double ups, beginner tournaments. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the truth is, if you put in the work throughout the week, 
making these lineups is a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like you're just opening the app on Sunday morning and putting these lineups together. Like if you're doing the work and if you're absorbing content, you're reading articles, you're listening to podcasts all week long, it's not a guessing game as much as you think it is. You know what I mean? And of course things come up last second injuries here, whatever the case is. Dude, Moster, bro. Uh, but that see, that's an in-game injury. Nah, I know, but the he was there was no one on the Niners. <laughs> yeah, tell him about Devo Samuel. Did you end up starting Devo? No, no. right? Of course not. <laughs> yo, so if he hits me up and he goes, Yo, who should I start? Callaway or Debo? And I'm like, Callaway. And I was like, yo, Debo's probably gonna get like four to six targets. I think they blow them out anyway. He did get like six targets, but he also over hundred yards. Six for one eighty nine and a touchdown. Yo, when he broke that tackle and he scored it, I'm like, I'm looking at my phone. I was like, he's gonna text me because I'm about thirty seconds delayed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, where, where is it? Where is it? Um, it was tough because I had Lockett yesterday in a yearly league, and so I felt really good about most of it. And then the Callaway, unfortunately, one point nine. Believe me, you're not the only one. Everyone I asked. Said Callaway. Yeah. So, oh, dude, in the Millie Maker on DraftKings, I believe he was like 32%, which is if a guy in football in tournaments, like there's always two approaches, right? There's merit to play him, merit to fade him, right? If you know a guy's going to be talked up like Callaway, he has that big, big explosion in the preseason, those two touchdowns, no Thomas, no Traquan Smith. You're like, what the fuck? He's the number one wide receiver. Anytime a guy hits like 30% or more in NFL, that's a lot of ownership. Got it. So the contrarian play would be to not play him. I didn't play Callaway. Um, I played so many mid-tier wide receivers. Yo, all of them had flames. I was all in on Jamar Chase. Great. Devontae Smith. And Corey Stacks. Davis. Corey Davis. Two tutties. The guys that ruined me were the guys I paid up for. Yeah. Calvin Ridley, six points. Julio's not a pay-up. Yeah, but I didn't play Julio yesterday. It's just just (laughs) a running joke. Like, I put up memes and shit about Julio because everyone knows. But it was more, you know, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Adams. Adams, too. So... It's it's weird, man. It's it's weird. But if you play double ups and and fifty uh, fifties, that's a good way to build a bankroll for sure. And I was taking advantage of all those beginner brackets. We'll see how long I'm I last in those. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I'll be honest with you. I got an email from FanDuel, and they basically said if you deposit five dollars in, I don't remember when I got the email. But I was like, if you deposit $5, we'll give you 50 for free. Mm. And I was like, that's free money. You're giving me $5 to dance with. I'm bringing 50 to the party. I turned $55 into close to 100 bucks. So I doubled up to pretty good. And I'm looking forward to doing it again next week for sure. That's lit, man. That happened. Well, not, not so much. Poker Stars didn't give me any money at the time. But I was playing on Poker Stars for Christmas. This is how you know I'm a piece of shit. For Christmas, I got a gift card. And I was living at my grandma's crib at the time because I was in transition from Astoria to moving to Long Island and, you know, like closings and shit and whatever and painting and asbestos checks. So I took that money. I put it on PokerStars. It was like 200 or two, it was 250 bucks. Put it all on there. I turned that into about 11K by the time April came around. Showed my pops. I was like, yo, I think I'm going to just drop out of school and play poker. Next week, Black Friday. <laughs> Shut down. The government came in, cease and desist. <sighs> Lost all that money, dude. Would you, If you would have cashed out, would you have got it? Yeah, you would have got it. Damn. But I was just like, yo, I'm going to just let it rock, you know? Just whatever it's like happens. a savings account. Yeah, like savings. Right. I had no money in my my Chase account, but I had money on full, full poker spots. <laughs> hey, I got a shirt out of it, though, which is vintage. Honestly, man, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I was, you know, it. I'll say this. The last thing I'll say it really actually helped take my mind off yearly fantasy, mm. which I'm, I have a bad problem of I'm just staring at my app all day long from about, I mean, from before the kickoff, if I'm deciding on, on a player or two, I'm, I'm obviously that morning I'm making that decision. But from 1 o'clock Eastern to whatever, you know, the end of the 4 o'clock window, 7.15-ish. depending on if you're yeah, getting blown yeah. out or not. But generally speaking, my eyes are glued to that app, and I will say – Having a, I had, a, I had like ten Fanduel lineups. It helped kind of distract me, I guess, which was cool. You know why? Also, nope. DFS is instant gratification. You can see it. You can see it, and also you get paid at the end of the day. You're right. Whereas yearly, eh, you could start zero and one. You could start zero and two. You get the money later. It's like a futures bet. And by the way, I asked you after I was in the green big. I said. 
So like when when does this money hit my account? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to let it ride with Sunday night. Yeah. So like not all of it obviously, but I wanted to take some of my winnings from the one and the four o'clock slate. Throw and it on maybe, the time. You know, and, and, I feel you. And and take a dance with, with eight o'clock. But um yeah, it was a great experience. What's your football Sunday like? Dread zone. I know that, but like do you go out? Are you a stay home? I it's tough. I have a couple different friends groups that love football, so I try my best to actually go to a couple of different places. Mm. I go maybe I wa- love. maybe I watch the one o'clock at one of my friends' house. Then I go to the four o'clock. Watch the four o'clock at another friend's house. Um, something like that. I really try to watch with as many people as possible. Granted, we're in a COVID era, but nonetheless, I really love chopping it up with people, getting other people's takes, hearing how outlandish of a take someone has. Whatever the case is, I just I love absorbing people's opinions and. I just love being around people, especially watching sports. So, yeah. Man, it's so weird because I'm trying to remember. I feel like when we were a lot younger, we would always go to Joey's crib. Yep. That was like the spot. You just you wouldn't even text. You'd just be like, show up. Right, one o'clock, you're there. And uh, now over the years, I know we would link up for like playoff, fantasy playoffs. For we'd sure. go to like Espos. For sure. Went to Joey's, Secret Santa, and shit like that. So that, uh, that was really interesting. But... You know, I've lost the uh, I've lost the appeal of going to games so much when it's when it's a Sunday game. Now, primetime it's different because there's nothing else on TV, standalone factor to bring in the betting terminology. But I really like dude, the TV product is so fucking good. Yo, it's so funny that you bring that up because I was actually listening to Rosillo this week, last week. He had Scott Hansen on. He does the Scott Hansen interview I once saw a, a year. I saw a clip of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Scott Hansen. What a gig! So ready for this, bro. When he, when so before Red Zone was a thing, mm-hmm. they didn't know who to hire for that job at NFL Network. It was almost to the point where they were, I wouldn't say soliciting people's interest, but they clearly didn't have an idea of who they wanted to hire or what no, it was going to be. Too. What it was going to be, how successful it was going to be. No, no one really knew anything. Would they say Red Zone is 14 years, 13 years? I, I don't th- know if that, 12? I, I, I think it's around there. It's in like the mid-teens. Over 10 for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he basically said like, it felt to me like I was the only person at the company like raising my hand saying like, I want to do this, let's ride. I really believe in this. <laughs> Lo and behold, 10 years later. He's obviously a megastar. They keep, oh, bro, yeah. they're paying him nonstop. Kid, little kids are growing up, uh, growing up, or dressing like him That's on Scott Halloween. Hansen. Yeah. yeah. So it was just funny to think like I couldn't imagine watching football. Granted, if I'm watching a standalone game, completely different Jets game, right, you're watching right, right, a giant, right. whatever the case is. But it's very hard to imagine. Or a primetime game, for example, Chiefs Browns. It's different, but it's really hard to imagine me watching football on a Sunday without having Red Zone on one of the TVs. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. Dude, I went out one time for not even a brunch, but it was like, yeah, it was like a brunch. It was like two, three years ago. I went out with this chick, and we went back to her friend's apartment. There was like 10 of us there. And we're like, oh, we're going to watch the Jet game. I was like, all right, cool. The Giants play at 430. Dude, I go to the house. They don't have red zone. I felt like I was in prison. I was like, I was struggling to watch. Uh, yo, I can't. Commercials? What's this? I was like, what's a commercial? Yep. Dude, when Red Zone shows a commercial, just like briefly, I'm like, oh, 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 what's going on? Switch. Switch that shit up, man. Yeah. I get mad when it's on like you're watching one game on the main TV and Red Zone has that one that on. That one? You're like, yo. Read my mind. How do you? Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> yo, but, yeah. I, I have a setup where I, uh, I have Red Zone on the TV and then I'll put the Giants on the laptop or vice versa, depending on how I feel. Now, I mean, I... I can't with the Giants. We'll get into them in just a bit. But I'm a big fan of staying home, bro. Of course. And especially the reason the reason I said that thing about like the primetime games is because the 1 o'clock games, the 4 o'clock games, it's dope if you go to a 4 o'clock football game because you could go early around noon and tailgate and everyone got the RVs and the TV. So you could watch. That's dope. But to go to a 1 o'clock game... I went last year. Was it no? It was two years ago. I went to Bills Giants. Like week two was the home opener. Dude, I didn't get home till seven o'clock. That's because you traffic. Got, that's because you couldn't get out the parking lot. 
tra- yeah, traffic, getting out, going through the city, dropping off my friend in, in in the Lower East Side. I was like, damn, bro, I just missed a whole Sunday. Yeah, no. I mean, football is that one sport, man. The presentation at home is so much better. From the repet- replays to the – I mean, granted, the commentary I could really live without, but it's just – it's the replays. It's the convenience of it. And also, not for nothing, like – you get a couple years out of the season where you can go there and you're not frigid cold, at least for us in the Northeast. Yeah. If, if you go after, like, mid-October, it's like, yo, you're going to need a heavy jacket. Yeah. And you're sitting around. You're not really moving that much. Mm-hmm. At an NFL game, at least, right? So yeah. it's like the, the, the product is much better at the house, to say the least. Yeah, for sure. What um? Let's get into some some takes. Down to talk some takes. We're gonna we're gonna go five 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 and five. I got five. You got five. I don't know your five. You don't know my five. I also have some honorable mentions in the event that you know maybe you have some of the same ones as me. But uh, tell me, man, talk to me. What's what's a couple of things? Now they don't necessarily need to be hot takes. Overreactions. But yeah. But hold on. And by the way, let me just give you some credit. You know I like credit. We discussed this. There, we talk about content in advance. Mm-hmm. Like. You have the content, subjects, outlines, you know. Been doing doc- this a while. Absolutely. Documented well in advance where you know what we're going to talk about weeks in advance, right? Everyone was doing week uh, week one season totals. before, like The week before the NFL season started, everyone was doing NFL win totals. We've now been, they're doing Now them. they're doing it. We were we doing, was doing them shit years ago. Years ago in like July. Yeah, so act accordingly. And I'll also give you another piece of credit here. Double credit. Double credit. Let's go. If you got a 60 on this test, you would, with all this extra credit, you would have passed. With the overreactions thing, I feel like we've been doing that for years, to your point, And I'm seeing a lot of people do that now. It's like, yo, we kind of... Yeah, well, so here's the thing, right? It's uh, I, the, the one reason why I was always fascinated about betting content was because it adds such a different dynamic to sports analysis. Yes. So the sports books, historically, they gain such an edge between week one and two than any other week throughout the year. Yeah. Why would you say that? I have the answer. Let me see if, see if you can catch on. Because everyone's passing judgment based on everything from last year. Yeah. We're starving for football. We're all football junkies. We want this shit. We've been drafting for six weeks. We've been following the NFL draft, fantasy. The Watching baseball. Yeah, like <laughs> all that shit. But we're basing our entire breakdown and thoughts on the Panthers from what we saw December 28th, 29th, whenever the last game, week 17, was last year. So you have nine months. Dude, a lot has happened in nine months. Just in general, like across the board, mad shit happens in nine yeah. months. So week one, we have all these expectations, whether high or low for certain teams, and then it alters public perception moving forward. You know the Jaguars last year won outright against the Colts at home as a nine-point underdog? Was that week one? Week one. And then they lost 15 straight games. Yes. And people would still be like, you'd hear these dudes on, on betting shows, oh, the Sharps are on the Jaguars. Why? Why? Because they, and this is like week nine. It's like, why are they on it? Because they won week one? They're getting pummeled every week. Yeah. They want to lose. So it's it's the biggest overreaction across the board. The sports books yesterday, eleven underdogs covered, eleven and four record. Early in the season. Early in the season. Now I'm telling you next week, man, bet some of them favorites, bro. Yeah. But that's why you get those big overreactions. I'll kick it off. Set us up, man. Holla at me. Jameis Winston will make multiple Pro Bowls under Sean Payton. Is that an overreaction off of the bunch of touchdowns he threw yesterday? <laughs> bro, I stole your thunder on the pod that I did with Will today because I was like, bro, isn't it crazy that this dude had eye surgery when you cut that promo? Like, yo, how does that happen? Right? LASIK. Yeah. How? does? It, did you ask him? He was like, yo, you know, he didn't need it at Florida State when he won the national championship, apparently. So that's why they probably like look past it, but I just feel like it was assumption. Like you gotta assume a quarterback's vision is good. You yeah. know what I mean? But uh, I, I I'm into that. Tell me more. Well, thinking about Jameis made me think about Drew Brees. 
Drew Brees didn't start his career on the Saints. He started his career with the Chargers. Mm. He spent his rookie contract with the Chargers. Yeah. Signed with the Saints, and his career took off. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, he became the legend, good legend, that he is now because of what he did with the Saints. Now, is it crazy to think that he that he can't make magic happen twice with a guy who is just as physically gifted, if not more, a guy who's more seasoned, a guy who's already made a Pro Bowl, granted on bad teams, but this guy was under Bruce Arians, you know, comes from a great offensive mind previously, has all the physical tools, just needed to kind of be guided in the right direction. And granted, maybe it is an overreaction, but that's what we're doing here today. Yeah. Well, he's he's also in a pretty unique spot because he's a free agent after this year. There, I, so dude's going to want to play well because if he does have a good season, right, and under Sean Payton, you're right, they seem to have really simplified the offense. Yo, he threw the most five touch. It was the most. Sorry, was the least amount of passing yards and a five touchdown performance in NFL history. Yeah. Like a hundred fifty yards. Granted, the running game was really great. Right, that offensive line is no joke. We all knew that going into the season. That was that's why I was higher on the Saints than a lot of people were. At least when we did our breakdown, right? Yeah, of the season, I was a little bit higher on them because you open up the playbook with with, with Winston, and you've said it before. Bruce Bruce kind of turned the ball over a decent amount last year, and he was definitely limited in terms of the vertical ability. Well, I, I wouldn't say that he turned it over as much, but if you want to account for how many three and outs they might have had, then yeah, got it. You got know, it. like dude, I feel like a three and out, you should get points for that in fantasy football for your defense. For a defense, yeah, because like you caused a turnover. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not saying to give them like three points, but you know maybe like half a point, a three and or, or anytime you force a punt. It's technically a turnover. That's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. Also, fuck some love to the yeah, fantasy fuck you. Yeah, yeah. football. Um, but yo, look, they um, we're gonna see how good of a win this is for the Saints, depending on what happens with Green Bay over the next like four to five weeks. Why do you think Green Bay could just maybe not be as good as everyone thinks? Yo, so one of my overreactions was the Packers, and I, similar to you, you touched on the Saints in the preview show. I just asked a question and got some dirty tweets about, like, yo, are we sure last year is who Aaron Rodgers is? Because the last two years prior, he was either average or below average. If we base QBR as the metric. Now, you might, I'm not saying you, but for example, you might be a QBR guy. I might not be. Mike might be. So it's, it's, a, it's a stat that maybe you're not into, which I get. But... You know, he was 16th and 20th in the last two seasons prior to him winning MVP. And also, dude, like, all that drama and shit around him all offseason. Yeah, that doesn't help. There's no way that that helped him. Yeah. And to be fair, a lot of those, like, Packard defensive players are just like, <sighs> well, the Heat, the, the Heat got him. The Heat got him. The Packers starters didn't play much in the preseason at all. They were probably one of the teams that held most of their guys out, and rightfully so. You've mm. gone thirteen and three in your last two seasons. NFC title games. You're clearly, back. you know, it's clearly win now mode for for that team. And so, whatever the case is, I agree with that stance and strategy of who cares? We'll take a lump week one. You know, the problem is Aaron Rodgers has this 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 like nonchalant West Coast cool guy persona, which is great. But when you get your the doors blown off, it makes it, you know, it's harder to swallow when you're getting beat by 30 and you have this kind of lackadaisical approach. It's cool when you're winning. It's not cool when you're losing, especially after the offseason. So think about think about Cam, bro, during that that 2015 run when they when he won MVP, they're 15 and one. He's dabbing. He's dancing the funny hats. Everybody loved it. Swagged out Cam, super Cam, the whole nine. Because they're winning. Yeah. Loses a couple games. Then it's like, oh, he's a diva. Yeah. It's all about him. It's like, bro, why did you say that shit two years ago when I fucking took us to the Super Bowl? Yeah. It's cool then because I'm winning. But when, when we're losing, it's like, oh, you're a detriment to your team. You're a cancer to your team. This guy's an issue. Get him out. Yeah. It's like, come on. Can't. Let's don't play consistent. both sides, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Be consistent. So it's tough, man. They lose by 35. 
pummeled, bro. Like, like it, it was a wrap at halftime. My, had, I think less than sixty yards of offense. Yeah, they had about they, they by the I think it was it had eight rushing attempts in the third quarter. The Packers. If you know anything about that offense, it's multi. It, it's 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 built off the play action. You need to run the ball to be successful. They were very out of character yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised. I thought they would have tried to establish a run, run a little bit more. Granted, they're playing from behind, but still, the second you become, you know, you know, the second people can tell what you're going to do, it makes life ten times harder. Um, and I've I've been on the record, and I've said the Packers don't have the greatest skill guys, like other than Devon. I mean, look, I think the Packers don't have the greatest skill guys. I think they're overrated. Oh, overrated. Adams is great, and I think the Bills' skill guys are overrated, and they're not as good as people think. And look what happened to the Bills as well. Not trying to, you know, go there either right now. But I'm just saying, you, you need skill guys. You need to surround mm. your, your your elite quarterback with skill guys. They can't, you know, carry all of the load. So, what you got after that? Tyrod Taylor is a top sixteen quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Hold on. What? Yeah, go on. Yeah, it was just funny. What? What? Because I didn't think we were talking about Tyrod Taylor, but all right. You didn't? Nah, man. What are you? So. I did some digging. Did you know that Tyrod Taylor has a winning record as a quarterback? He was the Bills QB. He won a, He made it to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, well, that's... I'm just saying. I know it's not like... He made it to the Pro Bowl because like 19 other quarterbacks are like, ah, I don't want to go. I'll still take it. I'll take a Pro Bowl. So, 25-21-1. and one. He's 25-21-1. and one. I'm not saying that's elite. I'm not saying he's a top five, top seven, top ten. I'll tell you this much. I'd fucking take him on the Giants in a heartbeat. But that's the point. This dude can make plays. That's the point I'm trying to make. Tyrod Taylor is a quarterback where if you tailor the scheme to him, he can be successful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what the the Texans are going to do this year. They may only win one game this year, but they put up 35-plus. And I think Tyrod Taylor had a... You know, he had important an important piece of that. And I'll say this. He's had a one hell of an un, unlucky career. Yeah. Six-round pick by the Ravens. Gets to the Bills. Leads them to the playoffs before the Bills were even a thing. Ten and six. Gets traded away. Gets traded away. By the way, after they make the playoffs. Yeah. It lands on the Browns. A couple games, Baker. Last season, starting quarterback, Chargers. He gets stabbed with the yeah the punctured the like punctured river or some lung. Shit. yeah the lung. I mean, unluckiest career of all time, <laughs> quarterback, most unlucky quarterback career of all time, and I think, you know, I think he he he's been getting sold short in his career, and I think I think he's a top sixteen quarterback, top half of the NFL. Definitely take him over Daniel Jones. So that's right now. one. Probably would take him right now over Carson Wentz. Okay. Would you take him in Denver? Yes. I don't love Bridgewater. He's a good game manager. I still think Drew Locke is the better quarterback to win you games when you have to win a game. Teddy. Not against the garbage Giants where you're up 15. Teddy covers 23-4 and four against the spread as Teddy a road covers. favorite, bro. Teddy covers. I love Teddy. Teddy two glove. Teddy two glove. Great smile. Smart with the ball. He's a Vic Fangio quarterback. I understand why they went with him week one. He's not going to lose you the game. That defense is so good. Their skill guys are so good. Hamler. Judy, who's injured a few yeah. weeks now. Thank God it's not ACL. Yeah. You got Hamlet. You got Judy. You have Font. Sutton. Uh, Sutton. I mean, Melvin Gordon, too. Melvin Gordon. Everyone was game. hyping up that rookie Williams. He, had, he outcarried him 14 to 11. We'll yeah. talk about that later. But I'm just saying, the Broncos have a very good roster. Well, that's why everyone was penciling in. Not penciling in, but that was the prime team that even the markets moved in sports betting for Rodgers to go there. Because you're looking at that team, you're like, yo, you throw Rodgers on that team? Like, whoa, what the hell? That's another thing. What if the, what if Rodgers is just like, whatever, I'm going to Denver next year? Anyway. We... Could be. He probably thought the entire offseason like he was gone. I think he was so checked out that he was going to retire. You think he was going to come back? Nah, I thought like he was just going to step away. Do that. Remember it was the, the heavy Jeopardy shit? Like yeah. he was the host on Jeopardy. My mom loves Jeopardy. She was like, yo, you know, the, the quarterback from Green Bay was not too bad. I, I liked him. I was like. Right, interesting. He's got one more, one more run in him somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Overreaction? Yeah, give me. I was a year early on Kyler Murray. Yeah, I mean. Bro. Well, not for nothing. I wouldn't even say that. He got hurt. Yeah. Granted, the team wasn't good enough, and if you don't have team, team success, yeah. you're not winning an MVP. Man. Yo, Christian Kirk. Finally. Five for 70 and two touchdowns. So, it wasn't one of my overreactions, but I have it written down. You're going to like this. Kyler Murray may have a Westbrook MVP season. The team, his numbers may be so good that he may kind of, you know, buck the trend of this team needs to win the division. This team needs to win 12 games. If his numbers are so good and they're a wild card team, I don't know. That was just like, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. A really an overreaction. No, no, no. I think you're, you're onto something. But I will say, he just has to make the playoffs. Yes. Like, you just have to make the playoffs. Now, historically, you've done more than just made the playoffs to win MVP. I think you've had to win the division. Well, off the top of my head right now, AP was the last one I remember not winning his division. Okay. However, not a quarterback. Also, never going to happen again. It's going to be a quarterback. But Kyler Murray... If you start playing in this idea in your head, like, yo, that division is going to be tough. You know, getting in as a wild card in that division is not the end of the world. Maybe you get in, someone from that division gets in and they have the second best record in their conference. Remember the Chargers a couple years ago? Mm -hmm. 12 and 4, but they were with the Chiefs, 12 and 4. It's like, dude, what the fuck, man? Now I got to go play in Baltimore and New England? I see what you're saying. So that sucks. But, man, that dude is... He, I think, is the most difficult quarterback to prepare for right now in the NFL. It's fair. Even more so than Lamar Jackson. I thought Lamar had that title, but Murray as a passer, I think, is way better than him. Yes. And with this offense, Christian Kirk, finally, dude coming out of Texas A&M, was a baller when he lined up in the slot. Great. The Gamer Bros narrative. They play, they play Twitch together. Sick. So, you know, you have, like, uh, the... Their boys. Their boys. You know, the college narrative, like, oh, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Like, they went to college. Like, oh, my God. Now you got the Twitch gang. Twitch boys. I, but, so, yo, I think I think Kyler Murray is that... I still think Kingsbury holds them back. Like, if they don't make the playoffs this year, I think he's gone. Interesting. Chandler think, Jones, five sacks yesterday. Yeah. Should they just give him the defensive? Uh, did they, should they just... <laughs> Probably. That's crazy, right? Five you know what's sacks. funny? He's due for a contract. Mm-hmm. If it's me. Sitting out until you get paid? I mean, I don't know if I'm sitting out, but maybe I'll, you know, maybe I th- maybe I think I t- tweaked a hammy yesterday. Like, coach, I don't know. After that fifth sack, my right ham, it's just, you know, it's a little tight. I think I'm going to sit this one out. Called my agent. Come on, five sacks? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I I couldn't agree with you more. What happened to your boy Rondell Moore? Not bad either. Like, yo, they're not, they're not, they don't miss... Larry Fitzgerald one bit. Not that he was like a huge part of their offense, but... No, nah, but that was like five, six targets a game that are now going to go to Christian Kirk. More to D-Hop. More to... To, to more. To, to more now. Uh, and who is extremely, extremely explosive as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man. I feel like... And another... I mean, I feel like another NFC West team that was kind of getting slept on was the Seahawks, who fucking... You know Russ never got an MVP vote? Last year? Yeah, because yeah, he's always the MVP for the before Halloween. Yeah. Did you also know that Tom Brady's 44? Yeah. I'm making jokes at, like, the recurring bar that everyone spits. Yeah. It's like, can you believe Tom Brady's 44? Yeah, I'm aware. Let's move on. So, I have an uh, overreaction <laughs> okay. related to Russ. Okay. Uh, adjacent. Shane Waldron will be a head coach next year. If you don't know who Shane Waldron is, he's the new offensive coordinator of the Seahawks. I was reading about this morning. You know me. I love my coaches. You love the you love the coaches. I love bro. a good coordinator. Gotta love them. Gotta love them. They ran more play action uh, at any more play action yesterday than any game all of last year. I mean, look. I don't got to tell you. It's not far. The apple doesn't fall far, fall far from the tree. Shanahan, McVay, Waldron, tree, play action, established a run. You know you. I, it's crazy because it took the Seahawks 10 seasons to give Russ some input. Granted, I'm sure they, like, listened to him with, like, air quotes, right? Like, yeah, Russ, we'll take your opinion on who we're going to hire, X, Y, Z. But 
it really seems like the friction in the off season really made them say, "All right, you know, we'll we'll, we'll hear you out here because eighteen of twenty three, two hundred and fifty yards, no intos, one fifty two passer rating." Lockett and DK are as good as as any receiver group, receiver room in the NFL. Um, but but Carroll, P. Carroll, in the post game said this 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 day belongs to Shane. Russ said the same thing. This guy's a wizard. He's been with the Patriots. He's been with Shanahan. He's been with McVay. He's got a great understanding of the game. Granted, one game, but we're overreacting here. I think he'll be a head coach next year. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It was. The whole let Russ cook was the whole talking point from last year going into the yep. season. Yep. And then through eight weeks, dude had, I think, like 25 touchdowns, 26. You know, Him and Metcalf and Lockett were having these monsters. Eight for 130 and two touchdowns. The Thursday night game where Lockett scored like 58 fantasy points and shit. Look, if you, yo, if you got a guy like that, one of my favorite plays of the weekend, bro, and... I don't know if you saw it because it was the it was the Bengals Vikings game the play in overtime that set up the field goal where it's fourth and like literally like a pinky nail they run play action with Burrow and he throws it over the top I'm like yes yes oh oh yeah. that set up the field goal you're saying yes. yes yes bro if I have a quarterback and you set the tone for your team like yo this is our guy we're ride ride or die bitch this is our guy I'm going down with the ship. You build confidence in your guy. You build confidence in the team. You let the fans believe in the Bengals in this situation. Yo, this is we trust this dude. We're yeah. letting him throw. Bam, beautiful. It's also the right thing to do when you're stacking the box, seven, eight in the box. It's also like the right thing yeah. to do. You know what I mean? I think I feel like teams are just a little hesitant. It's like you sh- your play call should be dictated by what the defense shows you. If the defense is throwing everyone in the box, and you know your receivers can get separation, goal line flat blitz. Come on, like curl, flats. curl flats, baby. <laughs> this is not fullback fake halfback toss. The <laughs> oldest one in the book. Um, but all jokes aside, yeah, like if you have a guy to your point that you trust, you can put put the ball in his hand, right? Like. Go down with the best guy on your team. It's the same thing in the NBA, right? Last shot of the game. You know, like... Yeah, yeah. Your best guy is either going to ISO or you're going to want to play for him. I want Durant t- taking that, not Joe Harris. Imagine... Imagine... Well, not... Yeah, I was going to say, like, sh- like, fucking... Yeah, Joe Harris is <laughs> fucking... Also, he shot, like, terribly. <laughs> in like, the, yo, now we're going to put DeAndre Jordan uh, ISO in the post. Yeah. No, nah, it's never happening. Yeah, so... Yeah, go down. Go down where you got. So, um... Just, I think the kid, the kid, the kid. I think this coach is super awesome, super talented. He's been with all of the right coaching staffs. I think uh, he'll have he'll be a head coach next year, for sure. I like that. My overreaction. I think Christian McCaffrey is the greatest fantasy football player of all time. Dude put up twenty eight points in full PPR leagues and didn't score a touchdown. Yeah. It's Darnold for you. He is a human cheat code. Yeah. Like, 21 carries for 98 yards, 8 catches for 89 yards, and, like, just... Guy does everything, bro. He is... To your point, the fa- what did you say? Best fantasy football player of all time? Yeah. Yeah, he is, because he's going to get you 150 combined no matter what. Bro, last year, the two games that he played in full, he had over 30 points. His usage is out of control because he's so good. He broke the single season catch record for a running back, then broke it again the next year. <laughs> and Ippy traded him away, guys, in 2019 during his uh I traded I traded uh McCaffrey for Le'Veon Bell and DeAndre Hopkins. By low, by low on D Hop. Well, that was a D Hop you thought you were getting then, right? Yeah, Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But yo, McCaffrey dude, like I think the I think the Panthers are in a they're going to be a fun team to watch. They got the weapons. Donald there, too. Had some Jets tendencies in him there also. But I'm, bombs away to Robbie Anderson. I'm going to tell you something. I watched that game in full. I'm happy for Sam Donald. But I'm also... My, my opinion has almost been, like, confirmed in a way where... I, I It wasn't... You ever see an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend in the street? I love these. At a bar? And and you're like, 
damn, what could have been, or I fucked that up, or I miss you, one of those three. Mm-hmm. I sat there and I watched the Jets play the Panthers last yesterday during the day, and I was I'm, I'm glad it's over. I'm happy. I'm happy it happened, but I'm glad it's over. I, there wasn't an ounce of regret or confusion. No or listening any of, a certified lover boy something. Text. None of that. No no Mac Miller on repeat. No none of that. I watched that game and I and again, Zach Wilson didn't look the greatest in the first half, but the offensive line didn't look as good as we anticipated. But I, I'm I'm so glad with what's happened. And look again, Sam Darnold, solid quarterback. You know what I mean? He'll be like a mid 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 tier guy his career, and that's awesome. But um, to your point, great weapons, great weapons. Um, but the Panthers as a whole, the Jets were right in that game. I mean, granted it was sixteen nothing going into half, but the Jets battled back, and the Panthers didn't really. The great teams in the NFL and in and, and general can put you away. Mm-hmm. They can step on your throat when they have you in that position. You at little UFC, you know, they can put you in that in that triangle choke or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case is. They didn't do that. And so, granted, it's week one. We'll see what happens. But they didn't really, you know, put a bad team away, which they should have, I thought. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Ah, yes, NFL football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find NFL tickets anymore, because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best price on all of their nfl tickets don't believe it if you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site TickPick will give you 110 percent of the difference in the purchase price i cannot wait to use TickPick to go to a game this year and in particular not a giants game because i'm done with them until proven otherwise i'm not going to waste my money to just go be miserable for three and a half hours and then sit in traffic in the lincoln tunnel on the way back thanks a lot dave gettleman but I plan on going to Vegas a couple times this football season. And I'm looking forward to going to that new Raiders stadium, go to a game out in Vegas, see what that vibe is like. First season with fans for the Raiders stadium. So that's probably where I'll be using my tick pick services. And I'm sure they'll have me covered. So if you want to go to a game this year, visit tickpick.com slash VM today and use the promo code VM to save $10 on your first order of NFL tickets. That is VM as the promo code to get $10 off your first order of NFL tickets. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
All right. Winding down. We got two more each. Holla at me. It only took me one game for me to confidently say Mac Jones will be better than Tua. Bro, Tua made that one throw. Terrible. I was like, what the fuck, man? I don't know how to say this without sounding like I'm a Tua hater. But to be let let's let's do the let's set the table. Last year, Chan Gailey, offensive coordinator, offense was clearly built for Ryan Tannehill. I'm uh, uh, sorry, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, Tannehill was a quarterback. Yeah, on the yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chan Gailey's his guy. He, they're bringing you know everything was set up for Ryan Fitzpatrick to be the quarterback. So again, we've talked about this at nauseum. Tua had an uphill battle coming off the injury, no off season, like everything was not set up for Tua to succeed. And I'll be the first to admit it. But how could you watch that game yesterday as a Dolphin fan and be excited about Tua? It's one game. The first drive was great. It's still a very college offense. RPO, quick read, make a decision if it's not there, run or like throw it away. Mac Jones is in the pocket. First read's not there. Second read, he's progressing through everything. Then he's dumping it off. Mac Jones is clearly the better quarterback. All of the receivers said that they liked Mac Jones better. Not all of them, but I think a couple of them were on the record. The Alabama receivers, right? I just think it's clear as day. Patriots had to sit back. Mac Jones felt Mac Jones felt to them in a draft, and and it seems to probably be. I think it's going to work out a little bit better for them. And so, even in the loss. Patriots turned the ball over twice, very uncharacteristically of them, right? The running backs, yeah. They lost by one. I think the, I mean, I've been saying this all year. I think the Patriots are going to be better than people think. Yeah. I still think the Patriots can – overreaction, Patriots win the division after losing week one. Now, is it an overreaction because the Bills lost as well and they're still – they're both 0-1 together? We'll see. But I think even in a loss, as a, as a Patriot fan, you have to be excited. You put up 17 points, 16 points on a great defense, a great Miami defense, extremely awesome at turning the at, at creating turnovers. You know, rookie quarterback game one, like, you know, I think, uh, you know, are you ready for this? Mac Jones threw his first touchdown pass. They tried to give him the ball back. He didn't want it. He said it doesn't really matter. It's one touchdown. We have to score more. It's not like the game was over. We got to do better in the red zone, and we need more touchdowns, and we will. Dude's been stamped with the Patriot way already. Are you kidding, bro? <laughs> I'm just saying though, like he is such a Patriot guy. Yeah. Um, had his girlfriend doing walkthroughs like in the living room, in the back room, backyard or whatever. Yeah, backyard. Just like yo, everything is really kind of trending in that direction that Max's gonna be great, and I think, you know, I just as a Dolphin fan, it's it's unfortunate, man, because the Herbert thing, whatever. You know, like, we've all accepted Herbert's going to be better than Tua. What's next, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, next is this 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 crop of quarterbacks. You know, like, okay, they didn't want to, okay, Justin Fields. They could have had Justin Fields this year. They could have had, you know, I guess Mac Jones as well. Wasn't it alarming, though, to you that even even those rumors, bro, rumors happen because someone leaks some shit out. Why would that? Why are they still linked to Deshaun Watson? Yeah, with with all the shit around Deshaun Watson, to still want to be like, you know, let's trade a couple first round picks where this guy's. We don't know what the future is for Watson. Yeah, with all these allegations and shit, and you're still entertaining that. That when I read that, Allen tried to swing me from saying, "Ah, yo, it's here." Don't listen like, to don't it. Don't listen to that. Nah. But man, well, there's keep, smoke, there's fire. If you keep hearing the same team over and over again, chances are there's something there. And to your point. When it comes to a leak, air quotes, who benefits from the leak? You got to, yeah. like, that's the source. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got to kind of identify that. So, I just think it's unfortunate for the Dolphins because this is a great defense. Great defense. Best corners in the league. Awesome front seven. You got two, you have two arguably top five corners in the NFL on the same team. Xavier Howard, clear, number top yeah, five. Yeah. And then you can nitpick Byron Jones, top five, type seven, whatever, top ten. You got two top He got 10, paid like one, yeah. Whatever yeah. the case is. And look, we're you. not going to nitpick. So anyway, um, took, I'm declaring it. Mac over Tua, not even close. Game one game. 
overreaction or not? Hmm. My hot take and overreaction, and I think this should go viral because it's going to help every team in the NFL. I know how to stop the Chiefs. Triple team Kelsey <laughs> and <laughs> yo, Hill. Yo. Both of them. Yo. Six guys. Oh. Rush four, six, three and three. And that's it. 27 completions from Mahomes. 17 went to them too. It's awesome that you said that. They, I'm not a Sammy Watkins guy at all. Never did it for me. But for you, completely different. All in. You got the you got the mural up in the wall. His jersey. His jersey, everything. But he at least was making third down catches. He was a guy that Mahomes would trust. The other 10 passes that Mahomes completed went to six other guys. One of them was a flick of the wrist to a lineman. Oh, on the goal line. Yeah, like those like funky plays they like to do. Bro, it's really Kelsey and Hill. And if you're a Chiefs fan, every time you leave that game with them like walking off the field on their own power, you're like, because there is nothing but behind them too. Yeah. You want to talk about overrated? That offense, if you were to take away... Granted, it's two guys, right? So maybe that's a terrible take, but you got to have someone emerge from that because that's how you stop the Chiefs. Yo, you're rushing four. You're rushing four. Three guys on Hill, three guys on Kelsey, one free safety in the back, just Roman. Figure it out like Madden. That's it. Yeah. Hot route, your D-line. bro, it is. You're talking about dominating the target market share, just everything across the board, bro. Yo, I wrote this down. I'm glad you brought that up because I wrote this down in my notes. Browns need to start treating Tyreek Hill like the receiver he is. The guy that killed you in the playoffs killed you again in week one. I know it's the Chiefs. But you just saw it happen. Yeah. The last time you played football, was against one guy killed you. The next time you played football, the same guy killed you. And look, granted, I know it's Tyreek Hill and I know it's the Chiefs. Like, And I, and I don't want to sound insensitive, but s- double team him every time. Why is he being single covered down the field on 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 the play of the game? And yo, don't you think he's more he's more valuable to that offense than Kelsey? Be- because of he bro, the touchdown that he scored was a was a busted coverage sort of like the guy was on him, but it was just an adjustment. It was a bad throw. It well, was not a bad, a bad not, a, not a bad throw, but it wasn't a dime. It, it was, was a broken play. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. wasn't Brady throwing an AB a dime or the, the the moon ball to to Tyler Lockett. It's like, yo, he made an adjustment there, and they could just score so quickly. Where Kelsey's gonna, you know, twenty yards, ten yards, eight yards. Hill is like nineteen second drive handoff play action bomb. Yo, you're nineteen so right. seconds, seventy eight yards touchdown. Like, bro, you're so right. Yo, triple team. It's fr- it's frustrating because uh, to me it's frustrating because I-, I felt like he could go for two thousand yards this year. I was like, my dad called me yesterday. He goes, "Yo, Tyree Kill, didn't you <laughs> didn't you play him in the in like the Eliminator the the FFPC last year?" I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Where was this when you played the FFPC?" I was like, "That's what I'm asking myself." And uh, he's like, "Yo, what were his odds to win the receiving?" I was like, "Ah, oh, he was one of the favorites, like ten to one." He's like, ten to one." He's like, bro, what kind of bullshit is this? You got to be on this. Sometimes you got to listen to Papa. Sometimes it, 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 the answer's right there, bro. Yeah, sometimes it's right I really think he's going to go. If he's healthy, I think he goes for 2K this year. That's fair. Um, you're so right. It's two guys. It's two guys, We, jo- I think I joked around with Allen. I think I said, yo, Allen, you could be the Chiefs' number two receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because. It's so absurd, It's man. absurd. And um, what's frustrating to me is like, yo, I, if I'm a Browns fan, I'm... I'm really optimistic, yet I'm a little upset and angry at the same time because, granted, we shot ourselves in the foot with the fumble, with, with the punt, right? Like, X, Y, Z, but you were right there. I understand there's, like, moral victories where we played the best team in the NFL. We played them close. We almost won. I get that without a doubt, but the Browns are a team now. Where your, your aspirations are Super Bowls. And- now that's you. There's no such thing, in my opinion, as a moral victory for the Browns because now your expectation is win the Super Bowl, get to the Super Bowl, get past that, and so it's tough. I really don't know how to feel because again, it, it, moral victories just don't exist for me right now. So, for the from a Browns fan, last one, holla at me. Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey, Ramsey should be in the discussion for MVP. 
Hmm. Wow. Yo, has there been an MVP on the defensive side of the ball? An NFL MVP. Was that a good one? Man, that dude was fucking everywhere. everywhere and, and yo, what yo. about on the betting show? I was like, yo, him being 35 to 1, it's just a misprice because he's the best corner in football. So he should have been like in the teens. He's also not a corner that just, you know, stands there. Nah, he gets it in. Like yeah. he's he's in the trenches and shit. Bro, the tackles he was making last night were no joke. Yo, Imp, on our friendship, I was going to guess this name. 1986, Lawrence Taylor. I mean, yeah, big name. Yeah. XYZ, yeah. But like also you got to think of like Mount Rushmore impact defensively. I was going to say, I feel like Lawrence Taylor won it, but I wasn't sure. But, yeah, that's the only dude that's won MVP of the National Football League as a fucking defender. Yeah. Um, so, just what he can do from a scheme from, from, from a scheme perspective, he can shut down whoever you want, wherever you want. You want him to shut down a tight end? He could do that. You want him to shut down a slot receiver? He could do that. Someone on the outside? He could do that, too. It doesn't really matter where you put him. He's just going to shut them down. Yeah, and yo, think, and he's going to make some big tackles as well. Yeah, and think about this. Think about the teams in division with wide receivers and in the conference that you got to go up against. You're talking about your the Dallas guys, Terry McLaurin. You're talking about Devontae Adams like we saw in the playoffs. You said the division guys already, right? Oh, uh, I didn't mention them in particular. but Both you know, Seattle guys. Both Seattle guys. Uh, Samuel. Uh, Hopkins. Hayu. Yeah, like, so, yeah, man. The narrative could be there. Now, granted, we're talking MVP. Yeah. Which, again. That was one thing where I was like, damn, this dude is. Because I was having trouble in the beginning trying to identify the numbers. I was like, who the fuck is number two? Oh, Jalen Mills. I'm like, what what is happening? Yeah. I didn't like it at first. James Conner's wearing like eight. I was like, what? But it uh, it was something that stood out. I was like, yo, this fucking guy is everywhere, bro. Um can Did you, you do five? No, nah, this is my last one. I just want before we, you know, what, give your last one, and then I just want to touch on one like a um, honorable mention. Okay, go. I might be onto something with this Chargers, Chargers loving great win. That is a win, bro. That they never, they always lost that kind of game. Yep. The receivers per PFF eight drops. They had that weird, that fumble play yep. that went out the end zone where it was just like touchback. What the hell? They, sure, they got fortunate that Fitzpatrick got taken out. I wouldn't say it was, the, I wouldn't say they were fortunate. I Heineke went toe to toe with Brady in the playoffs yeah. last year and almost won. Yeah. I, our, I'm our sorry. Buddy, our buddy Josh is like, this is who I wanted. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm not. I like Fitzpatrick's great, but, or he's good or whatever. I, I wouldn't say it's an it's a net negative. Keenan Allen, every third down, teams know they're going in. Still can't stop it. Yeah. And Jared Cook, shouts to Cook. Shouts to Cook. Shout out to the offensive line, bro. The least amount of pressures on in what, week one. Against a great defense. Against probably the best front seven in yep. football. Yeah. The, the defensive line, no question, they have the best one. And if you're if you're the Chargers, like, yeah, he didn't light it up. For, like, MVP purposes. But this is such a huge win because you're like, all right, they had all these drops. It's a game, like we said, they lose in the past. The old line fucking kept him upright. Eckler came back. Derwin James? Bro, you want to talk about a guy that is everywhere. Yeah. But both LA teams have the same issues. Not a lot of depth behind them. You're right. I'll say this. The Eckler thing, fantasy football perspective. I was like, damn, he didn't see a single catch. He didn't get a, he didn't, I don't think he saw a target. He didn't have one catch, which was like the selling point for like going up and getting Eckler this year. Mm-hmm. Kamara roll, Joe Lombardi offense, XYZ, right? Traditional Chargers, historic, historically speaking, they probably would have kept playing him and then maybe he would have like re aggravated the injury. But what do they do? They take it safe, they take it slow. They don't overuse them. They understand it's a marathon, not a sprint. And and I think being conservative with Eckler in that position could have potentially saved him from an injury. So from a fantasy perspective, I know some of you folks out there are probably a little upset. But, you know, think big picture there. They were very conservative. They understood, look, this is not the be-all, end-all. 
There's 16 other games, not not 15. There's 16 other ones. So, you know, just I, I couldn't agree with you more. That's a game that they usually lose. I had one other thing I wanted to touch yeah, on. Yeah, touch on that, bro. My Eagles prediction of them not being terrible, I mean, that offensive line is dominant. And that's what yeah. I said going into the season. They built that offense around uh, uh, my son Jalen. Um, I don't know. I just think. Him or Tua? Hurts. Yeah. That's another Alabama quarterback. <laughs> Bro. I'm just saying, Hurts looked great. You know there was 53 starters yesterday that played at Alabama? Like, that team probably can, like... Yeah. Those guys now could probably... And again, Jalen Hurts dealt with adversity, you know? He wasn't just the Alabama quarterback. Mm. He had to transfer, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, real quick, third quarterback in NFL history to complete 70% of his passes... Throw three plus touchdowns with no picks, pass for two hundred and fifty yards, and rush for sixty yards in a game. Granted, it was against Atlanta, but I think I deserve a little credit for being higher on this team than a lot of people. That offensive line is going to be dominant. If they stay healthy, they will dominate the point of attack. They look great. First in the division right now. Yeah, and yo, just last thing to put a bow on it is like, you know, the Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni got a lot of negative attention because he didn't have a great press press conference that's that's it that was literally it yeah like say what you want but that team i really think is talented you know across the board so i think they could be better than people think dak's back oh the giants yeah oh I, i had here written i had here written down it didn't make the cut last thing at what point do they fire jason garrett when what week Man, I it said is six. It is it's bad. It's bad. Yo, it's not even yo, you guys don't even like make fun of me anymore for being a Giants fan. Like it's I feel gone, bad, feel bad. Yo, it's gone to a point where no one trolls me about the Giants losing. It's I can deal with you losing, but be entertaining. Put put up, you know, lose a shootout 35-31, right? Yeah. Like make it enjoyable. It is embarrassing, man. And I like Joe Judge, but you're challenging a touchdown, which gets reviewed. You throw your challenge flag, and it gets reviewed. Like, all scoring plays get reviewed. It's like, bro, what what is happening, dude? Yeah, I think it's also, like, most importantly on the offensive line, no? Oh, it's abysmal. It's bad. It's so bad. They're going to get cooked next week. against the. Well, they play Washington on Thursday. It's bad. It's 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 a joke. It's not even and you know like poor guy Saquon just kept running into getting tackled behind the line. Josh is going off. He's like, "Yo, fuck Saquon Barkley. I can't I can't believe I drafted him." It's like, dude, this guy's getting pen, penetration. No, it's like three yards into the backfield. It's oh. it's unbelievable. So, again, I mentioned it. Spencer Rattler, Sam Howell, you know, quarterbacks in college. You know, Gettleman will be gone. Judge will be the lame duck coach. Just give me, just give me, just give me Russ, man. Just give me Russ. Come on. Yeah, I don't think so. Just give me Russ. Let me, let me just, let me just. Also, the old Miss quarterback looks good too. Let me fantasize a little bit. Fantasize. I've been looking at that draft classes the last four years now. Immediately. I mean, you could have had Darnold. So thank God that didn't happen. <sighs> Imp. This was fun. Awesome. Back, baby. Let's Patreon get it. roll call: Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Derek Plates. Devin Rendon, Stephen Briggs, Jordan Riley, Ryan Pisner, tough one for Buffalo, and Corey Johnson hoops. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. Degeneration Bets betting stuff is on there. Impy and I are about to record a Patreon exclusive. We'll be doing that biweekly. Hmm. Pretty fun topic. And we will catch you guys on there. Oh, change to my social media. It's Nick Deus 10. Nick Deus 10. D-A-I-S. Yo, big USA win. Oh yeah, they needed that one, man. They needed that one. I just you said ten. I think soccer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just they they needed that for sure because they dropped the game to Canada at home. If you just win at home, you should you should qualify. You should qualify anyway because you're Concacaf. But yo, that game was a nightmare because Polishich got hurt during the game. They sent Weston McKinney to because he had a girl in there or something like that. And the rumors were that it was Polishich's sister. She went to Instagram and was like, how can you guys do that? Weston and Christian are best friends, this and that. 
So I'm just waiting for the report where Pulisic is like, it's me or Weston. And I'm like, oh, the golden era is over. Reyna got hurt. But this kid Pepe's good, no? Yeah, 18 years old, man. Plays for FC, FC Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Come on, Come man. Come on, baby. You caught up. You caught up. Uh, so Reyna got hurt. They didn't have him. Des went back to Barcelona. Because what's happening now in soccer is because the World Cup is next summer, well, next winter, they're forcing. There's another international break in like two weeks. So these guys are playing a lot of soccer, and the club teams do not like it. Is this for the 2026 World Cup? No, it is for 2022, bro. The the qualifiers right yeah. now are for 2022? 2022, man. Let's get it. Because everything got, got old. Do you like Bernhalter? Greg? Double G? Uh, he plays a lot of guys out of position. Like, he plays Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams, Adams in the middle. Well, he's like an attacking midfielder, sort of, or like more center, but they were playing him like right back, right wing. It's just a lot of weird shit that he does tactically. Is he trying to get his best players on the field? He is, which is something that I do like. But, you know, John Brooks is making mistakes where you're like, what is happening, dude? If he didn't score that goal against Ghana to win it, we were all at Rockies and shit. It's like, this dude's done nothing for the men's team. But he's the only center back that's 6'5", plays in Germany. And they have goalies probably their strongest position. The young kid that saved the game a few games. Was it what was the young kid's name? Uh, Horvath. He comes in for, for the PKs. Uh, Stefan is like the big prospect, plays at Man City. And then this kid Turner, too, has like been pretty solid also. But hopefully Pepe is someone that's going to be they interesting. Need some scoring, they, right? need, they need they You, you some. need a number nine. So like in soccer, your center forward is the number nine. And and and, and what's and I love, uh, you got to love what's his name's career, but it's kind of been unimpressive. Um, Josie. Yeah, he don't even, he he don't just, even get called up anymore. Yeah. Nice guy. But I, I listened to the Landon Donovan podcast on Le, uh, uh, with Levitar. They signed him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Far. Yeah. Far. Where can they find you? I-M-P-Y-718 on Twitter and Instagram. At Better Ones, you can find everything for the show. And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.